fantasy. Welcome, young and old, one and all. We're back here in the fantasy world with the Fantasy for Manly Men podcast, and I'm Mr. Benjamin J. Miller. And who do I have with me today? Well, it's the one and only. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hey there, Ben. It's, uh, sorry, we got uh, some information going out on the uh, over speakers here. I don't know what it was. Emergency broadcast there. What's What's happening where you're at, Bob? Uh, no, no, not too much. I think uh, people are just uh, getting ready for Sunday, and they just want to make sure all systems are good and go, ready to fire like a missile. Oh, are you in Houston? No. Nope. On the launch pad? I'm in Chicago here. We've, we've got a launch pad out in Miggs Field right across the street from, uh, or the, the bay from the stadium, and uh, we got all systems go, ready to go for Sunday, launching off this defense uh just, just two quick things here for you before I got to head out here and make sure that we, we are good to go, even though it sounds like we are. And that's first, uh, this Bears defense is just unbelievable. Easily, this is verified best defense in the last 30 years. There's no question about it, okay? And if you want to talk to me about it, then you can. But if you disagree, I will fight you. I will fight you with a club and a hammer. And there's no question who's going to win that one. I've got Khalil Mack on my side with the developing Roquan Smith and low flow Floyd is going to get his uh, glove removed and he's going to be all systems go just like a rocket launch missile. So there's that, that fact and it's indisputable. Second fact, Mitch Trubisky is prettier than the day is long. He's a handsome son of a gun. And you know what? Sometimes the pretty ones, they aren't too smart and it's going to take him a little while to get this playbook. But once he does watch out, this offense will click and fire just like a submarine missile launched at a U-boat from this outer space. And there's no question about it. You know, that's just science. Maybe you need to read up on science, Ben. I don't know. Yeah, the Bears defense, there's no question how good they've looked this season, but uh, lots of questions about your pretty boy and if he's ever going to really be able to learn this offense and, uh, well, maybe just learn how to play football. He's just not doing too well right now. He can handle the pigskin. All right? I, I had dinner with him. On Wednesday, and he ate like 16 pork chops. He knows his way around some skin pigs. So don't worry about him, okay? Or maybe you should. You're a Packer fan. So, yeah, worry, worry your, your little heart away. You, got, you moved to California to get away from Mitch. Well, guess what, kid? He can fly wherever he wants to. He's a golden god. He has wings of an angel. <laughs> wings of a fallen angel. I think he's gotten stripped of those rights. His, uh not looking like he's got a halo, more of a horns for uh, the Bears right now. And Aaron, Aaron's going to show him how to how to play quarterback. And that he didn't exist. So fine, I'll take the fallen angle tag for uh, Trubisky. But I got to go. Let's uh, you you guys uh, talk about. It. Hey Bob, my turn. All right, man. Pete, okay. Pete, Pete's here. All right, I got to run. All right, Bob, get out of here. Uh, you know, go enjoy those chops, and uh, well, we'll we'll see yeah, you on yeah. Sunday. I'm sure. To do, I'm sure about that. Hi, Ben. How are you? Oh, handing over the mic. Uh, Bob gave that up to you kind of easily this time, Pete. You didn't have to wrestle him too much. No, he's he 
he's cooking, so he's busy. Oh man! So Pete, how are you doing? Where are you at right now? I'm in beautiful Kenworth, Illinois, and uh, I'm doing all right. I've started to get a little bit of a sore throat the other night, but it's uh, the worst of it is over, and so now I'm just blowing my nose and recovering. How are you doing? Yeah, uh, I'm doing doing pretty well. Uh, it's nice out here, but it, it's getting cold at night, man. It, it dropped down to like 40, 40 degrees last night, and uh, I'm uh, I'm losing all my Midwestern blood, and I'm putting on layers the second the sun goes down. Uh, I'm kind of turning into a real Cali boy now. It's a uh, it's actually a hotly debated, no pun intended, um, question amongst the scientific community now is whether the sun is hot or not, and I I do believe that it is hot, and when it goes away it generally gets colder. So I don't know, something to look into. Um, but yeah, that, so that could explain why, why you feel cold at night. Yeah. I, I didn't even think about that. I, that's something I did not study in psychology throughout my college years. So uh, a little weak on that side of science, but uh, you know, I'll, I'll get inside your head and make you uh, second guess yourself on every decision you make. That's weird with one of your like 18 degrees or here's another thing. Um, I figured that, uh, what you've been in school for like 50 years now, you should have learned about the sun or at least known of the debate, whether it's hot or not. Yeah. I think but, we quit covering those general sciences in about sixth grade and, uh, Miss Kirschman, uh, she did well, but it, it didn't linger anymore. And I, I, you know, I'm just all up inside my own head nowadays. Hey. Oh, great. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, sure. Now, the ones I gave you, I'm good. The cut kids filled in the stuff. Okay. So, all right. I don't know. Thank you. Okay. Some little old lady subbing next door gave me another 50 fucking magazines I don't need. Um, <laughs> so, so Pete, right now you're you're moonlighting as a, a Spanish teacher and you're you got a bunch of magazines Pete. in front of you to start doing some collages. What, what are you working on a mosaic? I have no fucking clue what they're doing with these stupid things. I just hand them out and tell them to be quiet. Que tal? Cuba. Verde. A la escuela. I don't care. Your enunciation Estrella. good. España. Okay. Yeah, there's like 600 well, of these goddamn things. Well, and that was, you know, right. your, awesome. your, daily, your daily dose of Rosetta Stone featuring uh, Pete Higgins. But yeah, let's talk football. Uh, so last week, um, well, just an interesting note about what we came into the or came out of week three with the record um, of the NFL standings being perfectly symmetrical, which is rare. So there were three teams that were three and zero, three teams that were zero and three, eleven teams that were two and one, eleven teams that were one and two, and four one one and one teams. Just wild. Ooh. Just uh, just completely balanced across the board. Um, but yeah, what, what were your big takeaways from last week? I thought it was a pretty crazy week with um, some insane upsets. Uh, almost another upset with the Bears. Uh, but that defense is too good. But yeah, with Buffalo shocking the, um, the Vikings, that was wild. In Minnesota, too. And uh, <clears throat> then the Redskins gave the Bears sole possession of first place by beating up on those little Packers when they tried to go away from Lambeau, which was which was nice to see. And uh, Detroit, terrible, the terrible Detroit Lions, Sean Carr's favorite team, um, 
got on the on the board with the W against the Patriots, which was another another shocker. Yeah, uh, not so, yeah. too many not too many people win against Bill Belichick after they leave his uh, his coaching staff and uh, Mike was it Mike or Matt? I can't even say Mike right. Patricia, yeah. Matt yeah, Patricia. Patricia. Yeah, so he got that big win, which is pretty crazy. So why? Lots of wild games. Uh, you know, some more penalties getting called. Clay Matthews has just got a you know target on his back for the refs to throw their stupid little yellow flag at. Maybe they're throwing it, and maybe it's a uh, you should cut your hair, you loser penalty. <laughs> uh, that's okay though. Uh, I, I like the way he plays. I'm not gonna. I don't want him to apologize for that, and I, I don't think he's being malicious. I think the NFL is. <coughs> They're trying something, and we'll see if it ever works. But who knows? Um, yeah, I think that they'll cut back on that a little bit. We'll see. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that they've probably, you know, there's a little behind the scenes stuff saying, hey, uh, you know, Clay's gotten a, a few of these, and a couple of them haven't been the right call. Uh, hopefully, they lay off them this week, and we can get another win under our belts. Get back on the positive side. Yeah, um, I hope not. Who are they playing? Oh, Buffalo. Yeah, they probably will win that game. It better be. I mean, it better not be another trap uh, game. But the Vikings, that was just insane. Uh, I had the Vikings defense, and I had Latavius Murray thinking, oh, boy, I'm just going to get, you know, chopped up. Just these these great, uh, great plays. And, well, it, it just did not work out. And afterwards, I was completely, you know, just saying to myself, I've made a huge mistake. Pulling my best job, I uh, I did. I made a huge mistake playing both of those in my last last matchup. That is um, quick side note. Uh, that's that's from the episode Key Decisions with Hot Marta, and Hot Marta is only in that one episode. Yeah, so yeah, they replaced Marta for some reason. I'm not sure why, but I don't know. Maybe they couldn't afford the hot one anymore. <laughs> Probably not. Um, yeah, that was a. Uh, that was a bad decision, whatever decision you made. But not surprising, you're full of bad decisions. I mean, who could really go against me to think, oh, the Vikings defense against the worst team in the NFL, that should be easy. And Dalvin Cook's not going to be playing, so they're going to be ahead. They're going to run out the clock, and Latavius Murray should just get a bunch of touches, whether he does yeah. anything with them or not. And he got, I think, maybe one, one touch, because they are playing from behind. Yeah. It's uh, it was sound reasoning. I'll say I'll give you that for sure. Um, but yeah, it didn't work out for you. But that's why we love fantasy. It gives everybody uh, a chance to win, and uh, you know the Jerky Boys got a good win over me. I, I was looking at my lineup. I don't think there was anything else I could have done to get a couple more points in there to close no. the gap. But you won last week, Pete. You took down uh, Mister Daddy Boy, Sean. Yeah, stop. Yeah. It's it's always a always makes me feel good to beat beat up on Sean Carr. Everybody likes to see it. Yeah, and well, congrats to you on that. And your lock of the week uh, last week actually came true. You picked Brett to win, and he he smashed uh, the chubby rumple pigskins. Unfortunately. Yeah, sorry, Broom Babe. Yeah, Broom Babe. Brim's 0-3 uh, with almost 600 points against him so far, and nobody else has over 
400 or over 500 points against them. So <laughs> he's really in a rough spot. What a bump. <laughs> and just yeah. to recap Better. the other games, uh, Howard with the executive branch got, you know, jumped to two and one with a big win over the face police and mother boy sitting alone and pretty at uh, three and oh against the tight end, two tight, three tight end sets. We had a historically bad week last week. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's that's what happens when Gra- Pretty Boy Garoppolo goes out with a knee injury, ends his season. Yeah, that's that's too bad. I was uh, I was looking forward to seeing him um, fail on the field instead of off, because I don't believe in all the hype around this guy. But you don't want to see you don't want to see anyone get hurt, with the possible exception of Aaron Rodgers. But even him, you don't you don't want to see get hurt. So yeah, eh, and I'm sure bad. for you, you'd rather see you know Aaron uh, get run over by his girlfriend's car um, off the field rather than see him get hurt on the field, right? Yeah, I'd like to see him get run over by his his beard's car. Uh, <laughs> whoever, what is that? Danica Patrick now is the one pretending to mm-hmm. like him. Um, yeah, that's nice. Good. How good can for... you, how can you not like him? Everybody loves Aaron. Me, I, I love Aaron. I, I am a happily married guy, but I mean, I, I might think twice uh, had he shown up on my wedding day. Well, I mean, that's the way he swings, so you, you might have gotten in luck there. there. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Not at all. <laughs> oh, well, what about last night's games, Pete? Uh, I, I've got a, I can do this as a recurring segment, but uh, I'll let you give your thoughts about, about last night's game before I jump into what I was going to say. Um, it was a shootout. It was uh, a lot of fun to watch, especially for me because I had I bet on the Vikings. Plus, I got seven and a half uh, earlier in the day. For a little while, it was up. It was it was at seven and a half the spread. So I won that, and it went back down to seven. But uh, I had it at seven and a half, which was lovely. And then I bet the over, so I hit that in like the first half, which was insane. And um, I bet on. Uh, Thielen to have over 83 yards and a touchdown, and he surpassed both of those. So it was a, it was a great gambling stamp game from my standpoint, and then it was just uh, it was fun to watch. Watch those teams just – it was just touchdown after touchdown after touchdown, and good to see my boy Jared Goff uh, slinging it. And looks like I, I may have made the right decision in, in keeping Goff. Um, but what did he drop, 40 points on, on uh, Brett? So yeah, it was it was a fun game, good all around. Um, hopefully, we can have more Thursday night games like that. But I don't think I think that's going to be uh, abnormal. Yeah, I, I agree. I wasn't able to watch the game, but uh, how are the Vikings looking? They they recovering at all, or are they just playing catch up the whole time? Why are you not able to watch the game? Uh, I was out disc golfing, and the game started early, so I didn't get back until... Oh, the game started early on, on the West Coast for the, your time zone? Well, you know... It was an you gotta go play inconvenience. Before, you got to go play before the sun goes down, and for you guys, you're already all bundled up inside. Right, because we have a better time zone, because the game starts at a normal normal time, not 5 o'clock when things are still being done. We can sit down and watch the game. Boom. Argument over. Nice. <laughs> Uh, so Vikings looking good, looking bad. Uh, I made the right decision and didn't play their defense last night. Who did you play? 
Uh, I had uh, yeah. Rudolph in. Uh, he played last night for me. He got a solid eight and a half points, pretty much his no, ceiling and just... his floor. Yeah, that's pretty standard for him. Uh, uh, you went with the Seattle. That's Seattle against Arizona. Probably a good decision. Yeah. Well, in Arizona. We'll see. It could be a trap game again. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, so what I was alluding to earlier is uh, I, I – uh, this segment that'll be recurring. it'll come every now and then, but uh, yeah, I had to say this again last night. I've made a huge mistake, and my huge mistake was not playing Cooper Cup. Oh, yeah, yeah, you should have done that. I mean, you know, hindsight, twenty twenty. We'll see. Maybe, maybe other guys will put up over 40 points, but uh, I don't think that's going to happen. But I'm happy to see Cup uh, playing well, and it's, you know, better on my bench than uh, playing against me. So, And I was talking to you yeah. last week about, you know, trading Cup away, and, well, he's coming for me, uh, coming in for me now. So I think I'm going to hold on to him for the rest of the season as long as Goff's looking that good. Yeah, that's a, definitely an offense that is going to produce. So... Any anyone that owns any Rams would be wise to to start those players. Offense and defense. It's also a good defense, even though the Vikings carved them up last night. The Rams were missing <clears throat> um, Talib. He's on IR, and I guess Marcus Peters is banged up. And the Vikings wideouts are just unbelievable. Vikings they might have the best wide receiving core in the league. I. Uh, I couldn't think of a better one off the top of my head. Yeah, with Treadwell, you think Treadwell's the makes it rounds out as the better best uh, receiving core. Uh well, he is from Chicago, so he's got that going for him. I mean, uh, uh, Thielen and uh, Diggs are great, uh, but I'm not yeah. so sure about Treadwell. So I, I'm not, I'm not convinced. Who that, has a better? Oh, uh, well, who else is uh, LA got on their team? They got Cup. Uh, who else is out there? We got Robert mm-hmm. Woods. I just think I think that yeah, I mean maybe an argument could be made for them, but I think it's more scheme and golf. I I just think that uh, I would take the top two are just Thielen and Diggs are just so good that I would take them with Cup um, and Kyle Rudolph is a better tight end than whatever the Rams are throwing at tight end. That that is true. I'll give you that. I would argue that the Packers have a pretty good wide receiving core, but uh, Cobb kind of would be the counter argument to that in a very obvious way from last week. Who would be? No, I don't think the Packers are even in the conversation. Devontae Adams is up there. Geronimo Allison is a good deep threat. And then Jimmy Graham for to round out the tight end. If you get Cobb back up to an, his A game. Then I think there's a fair argument there, and of course, then you get Aaron Rodgers throwing to him, so that makes all the world of the difference. But Ryan Allison is not in the same plane as Diggs or Thielen. Yeah, but he's better than Laquan Treadwell, and he's the third wide receiver there. Okay, okay. It's just a stupid Packer fan argument. There's no way that they're, they're even close to as good as the Vikings wide receivers. Agree to disagree. No Agree to disagree, Peter. Okay, fine. And you can agree to be wrong. So that's okay, too. Moving on. Pete's wrong. Ben's right. We both disagree. We should be able to have like a 
a, a poll or something where people can vote on that because I would definitely win that. <laughs> That's because most of the fans are Chicago fans who listen to this. Uh, they're both in the NFC North. They're both rivals. There's no, there's no questions that the Vikings wide receiver. You can, can you make like a one of those polls on like group me or or on uh, something? Yeah, yeah, we can do that. I'll throw it up there. Let's let's do that. Check out the group me. Let's get that a little active as well. Uh, just post stupid shit, people. Yeah, let's do it. All right. So looking looking ahead, um, looking to the next week. Uh, oh, one last thing to recap: top quarterback performance the last week was the winning. Uh, the week winner, so the extra bonus there. I think there. This week. that should be this week. Uh, no, I, I strongly uh, contend that it should be last week because I barely uh, outperformed my – Drew Brees just barely uh, outperformed Matt Ryan in that amazing game. I don't know if you watched that one, which I'm sure most people <coughs> did. That was an incredible game uh, going into overtime, yeah. and Drew Brees somehow old man spin move gets in for the rushing touchdown, which pushes me over the edge uh, to eke out, I think, just by like 0.3 points for the top quarterback performance. Yeah, that was a, that was a pretty pretty nasty move by Breeze. And, yeah, I had, I had the Saints plus three, so I was happy with that outcome as well. Yeah, so that makes me uh, two of three week winners so far this season. So I'm, I'm liking that I got some studs on my team. Good job, Ben. What's this week? This week, top quarterback. No, you might have like you it. might have a good chance on this one. It's uh, most points overall, so you're off to a good start. Oh wow! I thought that was one of the later ones, but okay. Uh, so that's just like normally used to do the the top, uh, yeah, top scoring of the team of the week. The one that's later on is the overall points leader. I think is one of the last weeks. So that might be McBroom. That might be the only thing he wins all season long. <laughs> I thought that that's that, that one's done because we give the overall points leader uh, like a, a cash money prize. Yeah, let's. So uh, what, what are some ideas? What else could we do for that week thirteen uh, payout? I'm pulling up the list right now. We can throw that into a poll as well, which I will in the group me. And we can change that one. I had brought that up during the, the draft, but nobody seemed to want to talk about them then, so which is fine. And as long as we decide it, you know, several weeks ahead of time, I, I have no issue with that. Let's do um, lowest scoring kicker that actually uh, starts the game. Lowest scoring kicker that starts the game. Yeah. So yeah, th- that'll be a nice benefit for whoever just has a shit kicker that week. Um, what else? No, we need a couple options. We gotta, we gotta be able to bet on this a little bit. I think um, most missed field goals. Does it have to be all kicker related? What, what about longest punt? Oh, I guess we don't have punters, do we? No. <clears throat> How about whichever team starts the defense with Khalil Mack? <laughs> uh, I think that might be contested a little bit. We don't have. Uh, Let's just do the kick or whatever, because I'm I'm kind of running low on, on time. All right, well I'm going to put up top defense and maybe a couple other options since we don't have that in there. Kicker, uh, lowest scoring. We're going to do a poll. You you wanted to go democratic and get polls, and now we're going to start doing polls, Pete. Fine. All right. Lowest scoring kick. One vote. All right. Well, now let's uh, let's look ahead to our games this week, Pete, and uh, let's just do some some quick predictions here. 
week four, pulling them up. Uh, we've got face police versus three. Well, well, well. I mean, I, I'm doing not doing justice here with these things. We've got. Oh. Want me to punch aside your face for free? Versus three tight ends. That's Iowa football. Some two mm-hmm. one and two teams here, and Josh is off to a heavy heavy lead uh, with 50 points, but still under the projected total of uh, face police. Who do you think can win in here? Um. I'm going to go against Nam because he had a historically bad week last week. So I'm going to go with the face police. Face police. I think that's a solid uh, bet. Um, I'm also agreeing in that one. So, Josh, sorry you got it stacked against you, but uh, love the team name. So good job on that. All right. Next What's Next up? up, we've got. So two hmm. two and one teams. Uh, a lot of a lot of matchups here. They're kind of balanced. So I think in that the Travis's team is looking pretty good. I think that he's off to a good start and he's going to keep streaking here. And well, presidential powers only work so far. So I'm going to give this one to the Jerky Boys. Um. Yeah. Howard had a feeling go off. But Cook was Cook was still hurt, and then the game flow didn't really help Dalvin. Um, hmm. You know what? I think uh, I, I'm going to give it to Howard. Like his quarterbacks better. And I hope Roethlisberger, Roethlisberger at home is good. Yeah, I'm, so I'm going right. to give it to to Travis, and he's going to be my lock of the week. So a little bit of confidence there. I'm I'm two and one so far on this season, Travis. So good luck to you. All right. All right, coming up next, then we've got one of my favorites. Yup, 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 rumble pig skins. <laughs> up again. Mother boy, it's mother boy 30. So it's the 3-0 and o versus the 0-3. And, and give, it to, give it to Broom. I think he's got it this week. Tenth taking down number one. Uh, I don't know what's wrong with with uh, mother boy 30s team right now, but they're not looking too good on their projected total. Maybe he's forgetting to put in a high scoring kicker or something like that right now. I, I kind of like that move though, by Blocka, just disregarding the kicker. Pretty badass. I respect it. Oh, he is. Respect. He is completely disrespecting. He's got two guys on IR right now too. So, Oh, I guess he's the one with Garoppolo, okay. but looking, looking uh, yeah. at his team, I'm guessing he's going to drop. Uh, I don't know. Maybe Jordan – no, probably not Jordan Reed. Chubb. Nick, Nick Chubb, I'm guessing, is who's getting dropped so he can pick up a kicker. Yeah. Or Jameis. Sense. I don't know why he's holding on to Jameis. Maybe for bye week. but Yeah, Jameis is going to start to play. Have they come out officially with – I think that uh, Fitzpatrick still got the this week um, for sure. He, I agree. He'll probably play at some point, and that's when Tampa Bay is going to start suit, shooting themselves in the foot because he'll play poorly, and then they'll start Fitzpatrick. They'll go back and forth, and it's just not going to work out well. Tampa Bay is going to just choke on their own success early on. Yeah, I think uh, I'm. I'm pretty shocked by Tampa um, being decent so far. I think that 
Fitzmagic started to run out, and it's going to run out in a big way this Sunday in Chicago. And I think that I think they have a bye um, they next do. week, but I think Jameis will be starting in Week Six, and I think he's he's garbage as well, so it's not going to make a difference. I think that I think that they'll finish up with four wins on the season. And I think if anybody can figure out the the Bears D and scheme against it, it's Smarty Boy Fitzmagic. So we'll see if he can he can figure it out. But uh, that D is pretty uh, treacherous. So not too high of hopes there. But uh, you know, guy can a guy can dream. Stuff that that in a locker, no doubt. <laughs> All right. Well, then we've got uh, it's cheeky cheeky palm brom up against Father Time. I got a pretty evenly matched mm. game here, uh, although I would have been off to a very heavy lead had I started Cup, but got some confidence in my own team, and I think we're, we're looking pretty good. We just got to get these guys. Uh, everybody just needs to play their hearts out. Blake Bortles, I need a game out of you this week. So that bullshit you did last week. Um, yeah, this is uh, one of those games where you don't, you don't want to see either person win. And um, I think I'm going to predict a tie. Oh, man, I hope we can get that. First tie hot. ever in our league. And yeah. uh, no tiebreakers. I, like I think we just got to keep them. Uh, I don't know what the tiebreaker goes down to, but probably a stat either. correction is what uh, ended up happening. Something like that, yeah. Uh, if it's not a tie, though... Uh, what are your guys' records? I'm two and one, and he's one and two. Yeah, I think uh, avoid if it's not a tie, then I think Sean will win just because. Um, you know, big game from Gurley, as you would expect. But then I, I just I think the biggest thing is uh, Breeze playing outside in New York. He's not nearly the same quarterback outside as he is inside, so. I'd give the, give the nod to Sean there. It's a fair statement. At least it's early on in the season. Uh, I'll be watching him closely to see how he performs. Yeah. Right. All right. And then the last game of the week to discuss is we've got... Seven Costanza. You're serious. Up against... Those child-eating pale men. Terrifying soundbite. How does anybody even come to play the child. I don't know. I'm pretty sure everybody, you know, pisses their pants each time that sound comes on. They're driving in their car and all of a sudden just releases. Yeah, scared out of the skivvies. Um, Yeah, I'm going to win this. Yeah, this is a a healthy lead you've got going on right now, but what do we think? Brett, you got anybody in there? Oh, Mahomes and Matt Ryan. Maybe both. I don't know. You could put up 100 (laughs) points, or 100 points. Put up 80 points between the two of those guys and Maybe have a great game. Yeah, it's possible. Matt Ryan's at home. I think Mahomes is going to come back down to earth a little bit uh, in Denver Monday night. That's going to be a tough environment, but the guy's been unreal, so I'm not going to bet against him, but 23 is a lot. Yeah, and Brett, uh, you got TJ Yeldon in there. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping Leonard Fournette's going to be playing this week, and I wouldn't – rely too heavily on Yeldon, but 
I'm not sure who else you got. Doug Baldwin, maybe he's coming back. You might get him in there. Marlon Mack, he's supposed to be getting back up to speed. You got some options. Yeah. He, depending on Peyton Barber, who's not going to do shit against the Bears, uh, and TJ Yeldon, that's gross. Yeah. Brett's team is garbage. How is that? Uh, oh, he is one. Of I two. mean, he's got he's got a good quarterback, yeah. and he's got I think uh, you know Keenan Allen, Juju Smith are are playing pretty well, but I don't I don't like too much else of what's going on in Brett's team. No, I mean obviously Mahomes, he's a winner, but uh, yeah, other than that, yuck. Yeah, Juju is good. His top four: Mahomes, Ryan, Allen. And Juju. And then after that, it's just a steamy pile of burning garbage. <laughs> yeah. Well, Pete, I'm, I'm going to be thinking you're winning this one. Uh, but you haven't picked your lock of the week yet, Pete. What are, where are you looking at? Uh... I locked up. I locked up Broom. Oh, you got McBroom. Okay. I thought you were just picking him, but you got him locked in. All right. No. Oh, I, I, that's my All lock. right. Sounds good. You heard it here first. Uh, we'll see if we've got a new person in first place after mother boy 30 goes down i don't know we'll find out who's going to win score the most points this week and win that that coveted solid uh who's on the 20 jackson <coughs> you got oh, it I'm, the indian marcher I'm smart boy well pete uh how are you doing on time here you got time for a little game sure all right we're going to go back to one of my favorite games And we are going back to week four of the 2017 season. And since we're talking about the highest scoring teams, uh, let's Pete, can you guess who had the highest scoring point total last last season in week four? Um, yeah, it was me. No, you lost your game. You only scored a measly 123 points last week, Pete, or last year. No, the winning score total was 179 points, and this was uh, looks about 20 points higher than any other team. I'm not going to tell you yet. Tell me, tell me one player on that person's team. Uh, let's see if I can pull it up here. They did beat the other team by 110 points. <laughs> so not only did they have... Blacka. Yeah, it was Blacka, for sure. Um, yeah, I didn't have to give you uh, anybody on his team, but that week. I can't see exact point totals, but so yeah, that was Blecka. And can you guess who he beat? Bon. No, it was uh, our, our favorite team. Uh, yeah. Seven Costanza. You're serious. Yes, I am serious. It was seven Costanza. So that was the highest scoring so point total. Now let's look at the highest scoring um, players that week. Who do you think was the highest scoring? Uh, uh, the top 10, and oh man, you know, half of these are going to be quarterbacks anyway. So, got any guesses? Yeah. Um, Alex Smith. He is there at number nine. Number nine for the point uh, total. 27 points, uh, so pretty good. Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt is not in there. I don't know where Kareem was that week, but he was not in the top 10. He doesn't even look like he's in the top 30. Started to fall, probably. He had a mid mid season slump. 
I might just FYI uh, just cut out at any minute. Well, we because um, I'm not sure exactly. Yeah, I know you're needed. You're in high demand, but I'll, and uh, we, you can just peace out if you need to. Until they filter in here, little worms. Um, all right, let me guess. Four uh, of them are, are running backs, and the other five remaining are quarterbacks. Just to give you a little hints. Early? Yeah, number four. Had a great week. 31 points, 121 y- rushing yards. The top three. Zeke. Uh, yes, Zeke is your other running back there. So you got two more running backs. Zeke was at number six. Had a rushing and receiving um, touchdown. Quarterback. Was Brady no, up there Brady yet? No, Brady was not up in there. Uh, Roethlisberger? Nope. That's two strikes. You get one more strike. Oh, Breeze. Breeze. No, Breeze wasn't even in there either. So uh, that's your third strike, Pete. So uh, number 10 was oh Lamar God. Miller, running back. You guessed Alex Smith at number nine. Russell Wilson, number eight. Eli Manning, somehow in the top 10. <laughs> number seven Thanks. there is Zeke six, Red Rocket Andy Dalton, number five, Todd Gurley, number four, oh, wow. Le'Veon Bell, number three, trade rumors, Le'Veon Bell, Let's see if he's going anywhere in the next few weeks, uh, Cam Newton, number two, and then Deshaun Watson, uh, hot as ever back then, week four, our number one, so... A lot more familiar names than when uh, last week when we looked at these. These people, a lot of them are still in there uh, in our fantasy relevance this year and still in that circle of trust, uh, aside from Eli Manning. But everybody else here starting there every week. Um, I don't know about that. I don't know if I would start. Uh, yeah, you're starting Dalton. I mean, in a two QB league, yeah. Well, for our league, you are. Yeah, I think. Do I have Manning? No, I have Manning in another league. How's that working out for you? Um, not great. Uh, I don't start him. It's also a two quarterback league. I think I've, I've got Goff in that one too, so that's pretty good. And then uh, Trubisky. So it's similar. <laughs> I have Goff and Trubisky, and then Stafford, and this one Manning and the other. Well, very nice. Well. That about wraps up the show. I'm going to send you guys out with uh, a little more tunes, and I'll, I'll post that podcast uh, or the podcast the playlist for all the, the tunes I've been putting out here and uh, get that get those polls up in the group me. And Well, Pete, any parting words before you get back to your day job? No. Go Bears. Rock and roll. Love hey, you guys. Love you, Pete. Love you, uh, love you guys, and enjoy this one by Mr. J.D. McPherson. It's called Northside Gal. Northside Gal.